0: happy friday i hope that you had the most amazing amazing week now if this is your first time tuning in to conversations with toy let me just say nothing happens know without it being for purpose so you tuned in and it is a reason for you to be here stay and listen to the episode it is for you uh welcome get comfortable maybe you are folding up your clothes maybe you're at work taking a break um i know i listen to podcasts when i take breaks or when i'm doing you know the laundry or folding you may be just at this point working out trying to get your healthy lifestyle going on on the treadmill or some type of workout You know, we send all those good vibes towards you and hope that you kill it. But with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode. This is episode number 20. This is the season finale of season six. I am truly amazed at the fact that I can even say that I have six seasons under me. Now, mind you, my seasons are a little shorter. We're about 20 episodes per season. Uh, Every podcast does theirs differently. Some places, some podcasts do things where they may go 40 episodes and that's a season. Some podcasts only do 10 episodes and that's their season. Honestly, it's really and truly up to you. When I first started, I think I did 10 episodes and that was probably like season one and two. And then I decided to go to 20 I could change it at any given moment. It's just the way the spirit leads, to be honest with you. But this is season six and we will be going into season seven in September. I am already in the process, already in the process of interviewing right now for season uh, seven, because again, we want to make sure that when we bring people to this platform that they have something to talk about. We're going to talk about all things, um, how we eat, how we take care of our bodies, Because all of that really does help with our mental wellness, believe it or not. Wellness is not just the mindset. Wellness is the full body experience that you experience on a daily basis. And what do I mean by that? I mean wellness as a full body situation. How you think, what you eat, how you uh, interact with friends and family or even your enemies, like it all goes together. So when when I think of wellness, I think of a whole body. And so when I'm thinking about is my wellness together, when I find that I'm lacking in my mental wellness, that's one area. But when I'm looking at my wellness as a whole, I have to look at every area of my life that's possible and ask myself, am I spiritually grounded? Am I my thought processes together? How well have I been treating myself? How have I talking to myself? How do I allow other people to talk? So it's all brought together. And that's how you really just create this quote unquote balance that we all fail at many, many days, many, many times. But today I want to talk about stress. Stress is something that we all go through and we also go through it differently. Although we all know what stress is, it's that, you know, when it comes into your body or it comes into your life, it's, you know, you can't really think you're only thinking about, you know, what you're not where you're not what you don't have why is this happening you know there's a lot of things and processes that happen we all deal with stress differently for me I had to learn as a parent that I deal with stress in the way that I talk so if I'm stressed I tend to get more louder I may yell And that took a long time for me to get to that notion. And you're probably thinking to yourself, why would it have taken you so long? But the reality of it is, if you grew up in a household where yelling was normal, right? If you grew up in a household where elevating your voice was just like a a thing of the past, you may not recognize so easily that you're stressed out and that it's not okay to do that. However, I will say for me, and this is just me, I talk about therapy quite often. I don't think it's the only tool. Let me just say that one more time for the people in the back. I do not believe that therapy is the only tool. It is a tool, but it's not the only tool. Do I think that a lot of people could probably benefit from the use of therapy? Absolutely. But it's not a, 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 you know, you go to therapy and all of a sudden you're fixed. Therapy is a tool. So if you go to therapy and you're not doing the exercises that your therapists are giving you, you're not exercising the things that they're talking to you about. If you're not doing the homework that they kind of give you, which let me just be honest with you therapy homework is more about thinking and seeing yourself in situations a little bit differently so that when the situation comes up, you'll know how to handle it. If you're not doing all those things, taking care of yourself, loving on yourself, putting in some self-care, all of these things are again combined. So that's why I say therapy is a tool because I know plenty of people who go to therapy, don't do the work. Uh, they don't, really apply to things that they learn. And so they don't see the value in it because they haven't done the work and they don't see where it has changed them because they haven't changed yet. So for me, when I went to therapy, I started to realize that, okay, you get stressed out, you, you scream or you holler, or you get stressed out. And you, you know, your breathing is off. You, you just, you're really elevated. If I'm really mad and stressed, I have a tendency to, first of all, naturally talk fast, naturally, even if nothing was wrong, if I was floating in the air with just happy juices flowing down, I talk fast. So I'm very aware of that and I do my best to slow my speech when I'm at least on the podcast or when I'm talking to a friend or whatever the case may be. But when I am mad and I am stressed, that combination is crazy for me. And I will talk super duper fast to the point where you might think I was talking in a different language. It's that crazy. But again, this is something that you don't learn growing up. So you don't see that as a thing. So you're just kind of like, oh, that's just That's just the way I am. Let me just say, before we get to this conversation about stress, that single statement, that's just the way I am, my God, can we stop using that? Because when you say, that's just the way I am, that's just who I choose to be, you really need to stand 10 toes down on that, because that means that wherever you are at the point of you saying that, that means you have no desire to elevate we all no matter how perfect our lives seem to be no matter how great everything seems to look all of us have areas that we should improve in and so i feel like when you make the statement of that's just who i am that used to irk me and i had to learn that again in my tool of therapy that i don't i don't like that because it's a place of stagnant when you think about it from this perspective if you've ever been around older generations I'm talking about so your aunties your uncles your grandparents your parents you know that a lot of times you'll hear them say oh that's just aunt so-and-so that's uncle so-and-so and that's just you know that's just how they are which really basically is we just excuse their behavior we know that they're off and they don't do what they're supposed to do we kind of ignore it and we just kind of hope that it will go away well newsflash it never does because there's no elevation there's no requirement to pull you up to a higher place so you don't have to change right that's just how so and so is that's just how I am I had to stop saying those statements they don't really benefit you they don't help you they don't really take you anywhere so back to stress we all deal with stress in some form some people deal with stress and they're able to handle certain stressors. For instance, for all the parents that are either have kids that are already gone back to school or you are preparing your children to go back to school, even if you have the money to go buy whatever it is that you need to buy, sometimes the stress could just be in the organization of making sure you have everything right and we act as if the store will close and that you know we won't be able to get it but i think for it as a parent myself it goes to the point of not wanting your child to go to school and then feel like they don't have what they need and then feel like all eyes are on them that's you know a worse fear for a parent because you're supposed to make sure they have all the things but that stress that we deal with as parents for some parents it's just the organization for other parents it could actually be a financial burden let me just tell you i could care all the way less how many coupons on top of coupons that these stores have it's not like you can ever go into a store and get these items for free there is some type of money Uh, that has to go out of your pocket there's some type of swiping that must take place in order for you to get these items and for some parents who struggle financially this is a one of the times of the year that is the you know the hardest now if you're listening and saying well the parents could do better by a saving the money up you know and doing those things because school year comes around every school year you are right in your thought process it may not also be feasible in that person or that family's life. We don't know who's, fi- what financial situations people are in. Listen, the way renting is, is gone up. People's rent has doubled for nothing. It's not like they came in and added you. And if you're a renter, you already know, it's not like they came in and added you a new pool. And now that makes sense that your cost is going up. It's the same apartment. It's not like you're getting any extra square footages. It's just that the way that the market is, everything has gone up. Inflation is, is real. And it's here. The gas prices have reached is doing the most, right? At this point, we all don't have to start doing some, um, some strange things for some change. Uh, and it is what it is. And so groceries, I went to the grocery store the other day, this week, my husband does most of the grocery shopping since the pandemic. And I went to the grocery store for the first time in quite some time. I could tell you that I maybe, maybe got 15 items and it was $71. And it was, and when I say anybody who's been to Target where they have those reusable bags, so I keep the reusable bags in my car because here in Philadelphia, they're not giving you bags. You have to either bring your own reusable ones or pay for theirs. And the spirit ain't let me to pay for no more bags because the way my Target life is set up, I'm gonna always have a bag, right? So I keep the Target bags, the reusable Target bags in the back of my car. Anyone who's ever seen the sizing of those, resizable, those reusable Target bags, when I tell you, that I only had two full Target bags worth of merchandise. It cost me $71 and then some change. $71. What did I get? I think I got like oatmeal, cereal, some other little knickknack stuff. It wasn't anything hardcore, but it was $71. Now, put yourself in a position of a parent who is struggling financially just to feed their children, right? Because I'm blessed to say that I can go in and spend that $71, be mad about it, but still go and spend it. There are parents, there are people in general who that $71 now takes away from a pair of sneakers. That $71 takes away from school supplies. So the stress of just that, Alone can send other people one way or the other. And the way that we all handle stress is so different. My husband, when he is stressed out, he tends to get quiet. He tends to internalize. He tends to figure it out. He tends to, you know, thankfully he does have a therapist praise the Lord. And I can say that openly because he's openly said it um, on many of our podcasts. He's been a guest on. And as recently um, we were, he was on the one for Father's Day. So you can check out that episode as well. But that's his way. When I get stressed, I'm like all over the place. My mind is all over the place. My thoughts are over the place. You can see the stress in my face. It's It can be a mess and depending on the situation it could either be a low situation or a high so let me just say if you are the type of person who again if you find that you're you know you're combative you're argumentative you're more angry you know you become that angry stress person please for the love for 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 your life please find a great way to handle your stress You could do something like working out, you know, getting all that energy out, maybe writing yourself a note. Just What I'd like to do now, I do is I write down a statement that is true. And for me, that statement is true is that... I have been in this situation or something far worse and the same energy that got me out the first time is going to be the same energy that's going to work on my behalf again. And the reason why I say that and I make that statement or I retell myself that or I'm very, you know, village, uh, you know stuck on making sure that i speak that is because sometimes we get overwhelmed because we forget the things that we've already gone through like kind of like we went through it it's out of mind we kind of moved on but the reality is that regardless of whatever is going on the worst situation that we've been in we know that we will win like we know that things will work out it's just that it's uncomfortable and nobody wants to get nobody wants to be uncomfortable uncomfortable doesn't feel good it hurts sometimes to be honest with you it takes your breath away depending on the level of stress that you might be in and so I want us to find healthy ways to deal with stress now my healthy may not be your healthy so you know I may say to myself, okay, you know, I'm going to make sure that I keep on my vegan path. And I'm going to make sure that I don't eat anything that I shouldn't eat. I'm going to increase my water. I'm going to eat some more fruits and vegetables. And you may be saying, listen, I can't even, I don't even have the power to eat. So when I do eat, I might go ahead and grab me an oatmeal pie. Now we know that's not a good thing to grab, but what I would prefer someone to eat something versus trying to force themselves to, to eat healthy when they're not in that moment of course, I'm going to encourage you to eat healthy, but sometimes just plain eating is sometimes all you can do, right? Sometimes it's all you can do. I remember when I was in college, I would get so stressed out. And thankfully in my freshman year, I used to live by the rec center so I could go and you know to work out and do all the things. But for me, running was my superpower and it was something nobody could take from me. And I remember many a days putting on my sneakers and my, you know, workout gear and going over to the rec center and just running. They had an indoor track praise be, you know, indoor tracks is blessed when, especially when winter time comes and, you know, going in running and running and running and running and not that running solved my problems, right? It's not like I stopped running and then all of a sudden bills were paid in college or all of a sudden my stress levels went away. But what it did allow me to do, it allowed me to be at a place of calm It allowed me to think clear enough to, uh, to talk to myself and tell myself what I needed to tell myself, right? It allowed me to give myself almost like a pep talk. And that's really what it boils down to. So what is your pep talk? What do you use for your pep talk in the midst of a stressful situation? Sometimes I journal again for me to write it down is to see it and seeing it also make sure that I see myself. So I can see that obviously I'm not handling a situation the best way I should. I can see that you know your responses to whomever wasn't exactly on point and you got to go back and fix it. All of those things helped me, writing it down, writing in my journal, remembering a situation that I was in that I I came out of even when it didn't look like I would. Talking to my husband or a trusted friend. Let me just say something about friendships. Be very careful of who you speak to, if you are the person that it consistently dumps, find a better avenue, a better way. Because you don't wanna be perceived to your friends as the one that's always coming with some drama, always dumping your issues out on somebody else. And if you have a friend that's in your circle, be kind, but at some point let your friend know, "I I can't let you just dump all the time on me. I'm not strong enough to deal with that or I'm not in a place where I can deal with that or maybe it's a situation where you feel like as a friend you've given advice and that friend didn't take it let me just say that this is going to happen quite a few times everybody moves at their own pace so even when you know what's right to do doesn't always mean that you will do it everybody is different but find a healthy way find a trusted friend that you can lean on for support Um, That friend could be near or far. I would love to have some of my bestest of friends live super close to me. It would be a blessing, but that's not feasible. Um, I'm blessed that I can say that I have made some amazing, beautiful friends here in Philadelphia. If you would have asked me that, what, I've been in Philadelphia, I would say almost 12, 13 years, 12 years, and, or no, going on 12 years. But if you would have asked me that almost 12 years ago, I would have been probably crying because I would have remembered, oh my God, all my friends are far, far away and I'll never have a friend in the world. And even that relationships, whether platonic or not, can be stressful. Stress comes in many forms and it shows up in our bodies in ways that we don't even think When I was in college, I used to suffer from panic attacks. I found this out freshman year I hadn't never remembered having a panic attack at home. I never remembered having a panic attack At all like I just never remembered that and freshman year when I was going through some crazy stuff Some of it was self-inflicted. Let me just say that So for those who know me from college, who are listening to the podcast, some of my greatest of supporters who have seen the very ups, the bad, all the things you know, I am telling the 1000% truth. Some of the things that I was going through in college was completely self-inflicted. And what does that mean? That means there were things that I just basically threw myself in by either not being honest or doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Um, there were things that I, people I got caught up in just from not being clear, not setting boundaries for myself and for others, um, not being true to myself. There were so many things, right? but I started having these panic attacks and you could not tell me that I wasn't about to have a heart attack. Now put this in preference. I used to even tell myself, well, you know, my grandmother on my mother's side, she used to have, you know, she had a heart attack when she was young. So this was just my way, like this is going to happen. But the reality of that was it wasn't even a heart attack it wasn't any of that stress was mimicking this panic attack this panic attack made it feel super real it made me feel like i was going to die and i would go to the emergency room and they would be like it's stress what are you stressing over and what do we normally say when someone asks us we're stressed i'm okay i'm fine there's nothing wrong and clearly something is wrong if I'm having my body is, is basically taking in the stress and the stress is coming out in the form of pain that the doctors cannot duplicate. They had me hooked up to every EKG and nothing was coming up. My body was completely normal for a 20 something year old college student, right? And here I was stressing, stressing, getting sick. Um, I would have stomach pains that I would go to, you know, the gastro doctor and nobody could duplicate it. Nobody could find it. wasn't nothing coming up in my blood test. You know, they were doing, you know, cat scans and all kinds of carrying on basically, you know, racking up all the money and nothing was duplicating. Nothing was showing up. So stress will make you look sick, feel sick, and you will think your life has come to an end, but it's just stress. I don't ever want to minimize stress because it's nothing to laugh about. It is, can be very serious. It can be very serious just to you, whatever the case may be, but stress is truly the type that would just come and rob us of our peace. It it really would, because there's nothing good that can come from that, except for when you do finally learn how to handle your stress so again writing things down so that you can see it sometimes seeing it can be making you know can make the the situation either real or and you can see where it's imagined for me it was able to clarify what was actually happening instead of once my mind took over with stress and then made the situation added more layers to the situation that didn't exist being honest with myself by being able to see my words was one of the best tools for me to assess my stress level did my husband say he didn't love me or did he just say you can't go to target or don't go to target or maybe you shouldn't go to target because you're just going to spend up all the you know all the money all the coin that type of situation right now just fyi my husband doesn't say don't or don't go to target before y'all be like you know you should be able to live your life the way you want don't let that man tell you no That's not what's happening. It's just an example. So seeing it and seeing how real it is, how is affecting me and how or what layers I'm adding to the situation by writing it down. Now you may not be a writer. So you have a cell phone. We all are on our cell phones. You can use your notes or you can use There's journal apps that you can use and literally write what you're feeling right on the spot. I used to carry a journal on me at all times so that I could do that. I could write something down when I was out and about, but now we have technology so you can do it electronically. Whatever you need to do to visualize your stress, see it for what it really is and then make a plan. Now, sometimes that plan is not a solution. Let me be very clear. Sometimes a plan is not a solution. Sometimes the plan is only there to help you through until this stressful cloud kind of goes away. That may sound frustrating because you want a plan and an answer right now. There are plenty of times when answers, unfortunately, just won't drop out of the sky. There may be other things that, you know, taking, you know, consideration, you may be dealing with your problem with another person. And the only person that you have the power to change is going to be you. So if your stress is tied to another individual, you may need to make a plan that helps you through, how can you apply self-care? What are the things that you can implement for you until that person either comes to light, sees the light, or is willing to be the light in the situation? Because I'm telling you, if your plan or your stress is tied to another human, another person of whom you cannot control, whether that is a friend, whether that is a boss, whether that is you know somebody that you're collaborating with, regardless of the relationship, the person you need to focus on the most is going to be yourself. How can you take care of yourself? Can you do some things a little bit differently until this stress cloud passes? Because the cloud will pass, right? It will. And the next level that we talk about stress is dealing with it when the determining factor is you. What happens when, as much as you wanted to point the finger out, the finger comes back and points back at you, right? So this is things that you knew you needed to work on, or someone brought it up to your attention, and maybe at the time you just didn't have the mental capacity to deal with, but now the circle continues to come back to a certain area of your life, a certain thing in your life that you, and only you know, needs to be worked out, or other people are fully aware, and you have or may not have gotten to the place of accepting that. Well, one, we gotta get to the place of accepting it. Listen, sometimes the harshest messages come from the most unlikely sources. And my mom used to say, everybody is not telling the same lie. So when you're in a situation where you're being pointed out for the same thing over and over again, let's go ahead and just take a thought process that there could be a slice of truth in there, right? And there could be a slice of wrong, but there also could be a slice of truth. If you have a bad attitude, you know you have a bad attitude and yes, nobody should have to tell you that you have a bad attitude because you are aware that you have a bad attitude. But what we love to do is the person that points it out that we don't like, instead of knowing that we, we know we have a bad attitude, but the second somebody else points it out, oh, it's problematic and who are you think you are? You don't know me. You don't know my life and all kind of carrying on happens. But the honest truth is you have a bad attitude. It comes out in your disposition. Every time you talk, you rub people the wrong way. Every time you express yourself, you're just always finding yourself always involved in the the middle of some junk. This is when you have to do a soul search. This is when you have to be honest with yourself. This is when it gets down to the nitty gritty about how we need to handle ourselves and the way that we handle our stress. Because sometimes the person that be stressing you out is the one in the mirror. It's not an outside force. It's not your your roommate. It's not your coworker. It's you, right? And you have to make the decision that maybe you need to be real and honest, bold and beautiful to show up for yourself. And even in the midst of your wrong, acknowledge it and then develop a plan to make a change. Because we all know that change behavior is the only way that you can show that you're sorry for the things that you have said to someone in the midst of your stress, You know, it's like being hangry. This is why I try not to allow myself to go too many times or too many hours without eating. I'm not saying that I don't ever do it. It's just that I try not to because hangry mimics itself in a different way. You be done shoot somebody's head off just because they said good morning because you didn't have your bagel this morning when you left the house. So stress sometimes is a mirror check. Stress can be a mirror check because there might be some things that's coming up as stressful in your life. Some things that's just not connecting because you just won't accept the fact that you have some growth that needs to be accomplished. I had to do some soul searching lots of time. I was just talking to a friend uh, earlier this week about that. You know, sometimes you have to do a soul search and be honest because how is everybody else seeing something that you can't see? or you just put your, your, your mental blinders on. It doesn't matter how many times you try to blind yourself from the fact that it's a real situation at the end of the day, fix it, fix it, be honest and fix it. You're going to have to fix yourself. You're going to have to be real. You're going to have to do the work and it's not going to be easy. It's probably easier said than actually done but i want you to take that time to do a soul check to really do an inner check because let me tell you something when you do that real inner check and when you do that soul searching i don't want you to get discouraged that was one of my biggest problems was getting discouraged because yes i knew that i was the problem right i knew that i had to fix myself i knew that i was stressing myself out by my decisions by my lack of making decisions because you know what? The inability to make a decision and hoping that, I don't know if you're waiting for the universe to fix it for you or you're just waiting around for, you know, some special agent to come out the sky and fix it for you. It's sometimes it's just you got to fix you. You just got to make that first initial hard gut wrenching decision to go ahead and fix yourself, to go ahead and make some changes, to go ahead and get out of the old and step into some new. It's not easy, but it is worth it it's worth it to figure out what it is that you need to do so that you can become a better human like above all things stress takes away from people seeing your essence especially when you're in stress for a long period of time now i'm not telling you that if you stress out people are just like i don't really not recognize her i don't know her but when you've been stressed out for so long it's like the joy of life is just gone And let me just say there are many situations when my mother-in-law passed it was a dark moment it still has its moments let me just be honest with you it still has its moments of you know you think about the the situations that led up to her you know transition and i think about you know how the kids and my husband you know how they were moving in in those moments they're dark and sometimes just the stress of remembering things can trigger bad memories and, you know, or good memories or just the stress around it. And I remember as if it was happening yesterday and I had to take a step back to say, okay, let's think about this and and keep this 100. We probably will never fully be over the passing of my mother-in-law ever. But one of the things that I try to remember is when I look at my children and I see Her and them when I hear things that she would have said or she would have been proud that they said Sometimes I just smile like it's those moments that bring me back and settle that stressful moment inside of myself Be aware of the music that you listen to when you are overly stressed. Listen, I get it some music, you just have to have that rage. And so some people who listen to metal music is like, I got to get it out. And so that music, you know, kind of makes me feel, you know, calming. Just be careful of whatever you listen to. Now, before y'all come down for me, I am not suggesting that metal music is wrong or that rap music is wrong or R&B music is wrong. I am not doing a need to bind them. I have no control over what you listen to. And I have no heaven or hell to place you in. So I can't tell you if that's where you'll be or where you won't be. What I am simply saying is be careful. Of the music that you're listening to when you are in a stressful situation because music has such great power To make you either again calm it can make you you know elevate it can make you feel certain emotions And so just be aware be aware no matter what genre of music is i'm not anti any genre of music I love all music music no matter what it is you can find some music in a a singer Or a musician that'll play something and make your soul completely happy and it doesn't have to be gospel It could be all kinds of things but just be aware of the music that you listen to when you are stressed another thing i do when i'm stressed out is i love to listen to a podcast there are so many beautiful podcasters Um, who really just really enjoy what they do. Like myself, you know, when you do this type of situation, whether it's podcasting, blogging, whatever it is, you really do have to have a love for it because there's a lot of things that goes behind the scenes, like with the editing and all kinds of things. And sometimes those things, you know, they work out great. And then sometimes they do not, but I love listening to podcasts. Who really speak according to what it is that I need? You know, I listen to podcasts that talk about men- other podcasters that talk about mental wellness. Um, I listen to some that just really about comedy. And my secret pleasure is listening to some of the murder mysteries. Now, that you might think to yourself is what in the world? But it's a it's a beautiful pleasure that I like to indulge in and. When it's time to turn it off, it's time to turn it off, right? To get back to the world because I can't obviously just tune out and act like I don't have a whole family to take care of or I have a business to run. But in addition to that, I just love listening to podcasts that that's a way to handle your stress as well, because there's some perspective that you may hear that you may have heard 20 million times, but it's something about when you hear it from the podcast that you listen to and it connects and it makes it real and it makes you feel good. You know, one person that I've been listening to, I guess you want to say it's podcast, but it's more of a YouTube channel is Latoya Luckett. Now I'm not here. She, you know, this is not a paid situation at all, but you know, there are just certain people who have this perfect tone for how they speak the perfect calmness they have just the most realistic situations that you can really learn and listen to and i love watching again her youtube channel it's something about it it's so calming there's a lot of topics that she covers that resonate with me And I love how honest and real she is. And it doesn't sound so Hollywood or so put, you know, it's put together. It's edited beautifully. But what I'm saying is you see the essence of who she is. Like you get a tone of like you knew her from way back when. And so I love listening to people like that for me to, um, take that time you know i think her pot or not, not not necessarily a podcast but her youtubes they're like 25 minutes max or something like that it's not even a long youtube but i have no problems of sitting down and going through and listening to her episodes even if i heard it once i'll go back and listen to it again i feel like there are just certain people that are placed in certain genres and certain spacings that just make you say you know what they 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 belong here. They should have been in this area. They should have been in this space. And that's how I feel about Latoya Luckett in her YouTube channel. Um, Other ways, too, again, I try to eat as healthy as possible. But if I am in a situation, you know, sometimes you stress eat. So you'll eat, like, you know, let me go eat a gallon of ice cream. Let me go eat some candy bars. Let me go eat certain things. There are no, in my opinion, no food that is bad right? We have this ideology that ice cream and certain things are bad foods. They're not necessarily bad foods. It's just that if you're eating them and they're not in proportion, if they're not in moderation, right? And you're eating them at, hours and times that just don't make sense. They're, they're not going to build its most, you know, food is there to sustain us and give us the power and the energy to, to make our day great and to give us the energy to work and take care of our families. And so if you're eating something that has no nutritional value and you're continuously eating it just because you're in a stressful situation, that's when you need to figure out a better way to eat it. Not that the food itself is bad. It's the way that we, it's in everything that we do. It has 90% of it has nothing to do with the thing. It's just how we use it right? You could be the type of person that works out. And as much as working out sounds like a great idea, I know plenty of people who will put stress and say, I'm going to work out. And then they use that as their thing. And there's nothing wrong with you working out. And that is your stress reliever. But some people go so hard that they just like gym, 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 no, no, no personal life. Gym, 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 gym. I haven't checked in with my kids. Gym, 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 gym. And I'm not at work doing what I need to do. And Jim could be anything you want to put in this place. Eat, 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 eat. Now I'm over here talking about I can't believe I've gotten this big and eat eat, eat eat, 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 eat. But I'm not really handling my situations. Drink, 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 drink. Like put your thing, your choice, your vice into the scenario. And it just boils down to one overindulging in something, um, and doing things. Out of moderation and, and doing things that don't add value to you at the wrong time and being consistent with that instead of being consistent with taking care of yourself. That is what I believe. Now, you may say, No, science has been able to prove, listen, do that. Show me all the, the numbers, show me all the things. But just like we all have choices and we all have our belief system, if I choose, To willingly, even if I choose to be willingly ignorant. And ignorant doesn't mean anything negative as a connotation. It just simply means not knowing or, you know, not wanting to receive. Whatever you want to put into that, please let people be that. We got to stop fighting, folks, because we want people to be on team us. Child, there is no such thing. Like, let people live their lives according to what they want to. And to be honest with you, when you start to uh, remember Like if you touch the tip of your nose right now, just put your finger on the tip of your nose. That's where your power stops. You see how that works? Your power doesn't extend past the tip of your nose. And even though if you might be thinking, well, I have kids and I could tell them what to do. Yes, you can. But I promise you, I promise you, if you want the whole parenting thing to stick you can't be forcing people to think the way you want them to think Believe the way that I want, you know I want you to believe because people kids included have their own mind Now i'm not telling you they should raise up in your house and tell you what they ain't gonna do That ain't what I said I am talking about the power of people having this choice Just like you have a choice just like I have a choice. We all have choices to make So if you're not aware not only in my podcaster. I I'm a content creator, but a blogger as well. Blogging is my first love. Um, And I talked about this week on the blog, and I believe this was on the Wednesday check-in, is that sometimes our stress comes in from trying to emulate what someone else is doing. You are not built like the person next to you you're not built like your family members, you have your own life, your own way. And sometimes we try to emulate or copy what we see someone else doing. And we have no idea, not one single idea, what it took for the person that you see, for the things that you're seeing, for them to have what they have because of the choices that they made, or the way that they chose to live, or the the steps that they chose to walk. And you're not capable of walking those same steps. So let's stop emulating other people. Like there's plenty of things that I'm like, okay, I admire that. And I would really like that. At least that's what I think I would really want. Right. Cause sometimes we think we want something we don't even know, but I really like that about whatever that person is doing. I really like that about how that person may dress. I really like that about how that person lives. Okay. Nothing wrong with that until we attempt to emulate something that's not natural for us. And when you do that, sometimes the stress that you have is because you're getting envious and jealous and upset about people that you see happening on the internet, on social media, or in real life. I wanted to do one thing. If you do nothing else outside of attempting to handle your stress, please stop following people and accounts that you don't even like. Like if you truly do not like them, please stop following them. I don't even know of someone that I actually follow that I don't like because I did a smooth sweep. This was a couple years ago when I was first in therapy. Like when I first started the therapy process, my therapist, well, first of all, I started doing it on my own. I just started like blocking folks, getting folks off my social medias. Like I was done. And again, that came from a place of one being hurt. And I can say that now being hurt will make you move in ways that make no sense right when you think about it later down the line it makes no sense but at the time I was hurt I was in pain I was frustrated I didn't know how to get that you know how to handle the frustration and I was gonna stick it to the people so of course I caught myself blocking all these people some people remain blocked because after you get therapy you do get to recognize that although your decisions or the way you handle it may not be right the tenacity was there because it something there. So there are certain people that have remained blocked. There are certain people that have remained out of focus, out of sight, but in general for me, this is only exclusive to me. And according to my journey, the steps that I have taken, the things that I have done, you may not need to do what I'm about to suggest at some point during this, this healing phase, because we understand that healing is not linear. There are plenty of times when you have to step it back and sometimes you go forward and for me this is just me at some point i began to take people off of the quote-unquote block list because i had already made the point of me not maintaining them in my life as giving them a front row seat in my life personally so although yes i will block somebody in real life and yes i will block them in on social media as well it was just another layer of Latoya. You just gotta stop trying to, you know, dig it to people who could care all the way less. Like, if you're doing something and you're hoping that it's gonna make another person feel something, it I, it's not. Like, it's not gonna make you feel any of that. You are not gonna feel that in any slight bit, and they're not gonna feel that because the reality of it is, is that if you're not around them, how how do you expect to kick it? Like, how do you expect to get them? like this payback spirit, like we can't pay everybody back. You can't always go back and make somebody feel a certain way because only they can control that. Only they know if it really stings them or not, that you're not talking to them. They're not going to come up and say, you know what? I can't believe that you did A, B, and C nine times out of 10, they're not. So sometimes our actions and our movements is because again, we're hurt and we don't really want to admit it because our hurt feels like righteous indignation. So that means that that person could have rightfully done whatever it is that they've done to deserve the res- the lack of respect or the lack of, you know, personal inter- interjection from you or, you, you know, having them in your life. They, they might have done that, but sometimes it's just us. We just got it. We want to take a dig and. I had to be honest with myself. The people that I was trying to dig at the time, they really did hurt me. And I never expressed it in that sense of saying that I was hurt because at the time it was, they did me wrong and so I responded. And was I in my right to respond? Yes, absolutely. Like we can't act like, oh, I'm just, oh, they, they hurt me, but it's okay. It's okay. Like, no, it was real pain. It was a real situation. It was real frustrating, all of these things. But at the same time, I got to the point where it no longer became a situation for me where I needed to dig them because they weren't getting anything out of that. And I wasn't getting anything out of that at all. So as we begin to wind down this episode, we talked about stress. We know that we all deal with stress. We know that we all deal with stress differently. We have to take an honest assessment about what stress is doing for to our lives, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Things like writing down how you truly feel, writing down what the situation actually is, can help you to put it in perspective if the situation is real or another elevated situation that you're in. Another level of stress is dealing with you. Sometimes we are stressed just like I was in college because I allowed myself, I allowed myself to be around certain people that I shouldn't have been around to make decisions or to lack of making decisions that allowed me to be in situations that I didn't have no business. And I mean, absolutely no business being in. And so the stress that came from that was me basically getting the karma back that I had placed into the atmosphere or getting the treatment back that I had placed in the atmosphere in different ways or simply losing because of the way that I was moving. You know, losing friendships, losing relationships, losing money, losing time. Because again, these were actions that I had taken. And so therefore, as stressed as I was, I actually had an option way before the stress came to not even be involved with the people or things that I was involved with. So sometimes having a gut check. When you know that instead of saying that it's, you know, your aunt, your mom, your sister, your cousin, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your whoever, even your child, sometimes it's a gut check to say, I am the one that's causing this. If I would not have made this decision, I would not be in this position. While you're in a position where you feel that you are not supposed to be in, take care of yourself. Show up for yourself the best way that you can. Try your best to eat the foods that you need to eat to help you in your journey. Attempt to keep yourself physically active. Um, You know, I know that seasonal depression is real, so I prepare for it usually in the beginning of fall. Um, For me, little tricks of going outside. Yes, even in the cold for 10 to 15 minutes works. Drinking cold water when you're really, really mad so that you can calm down works. Uh, Opening up my blinds. Again, to allow that good sunlight and that good vitamin C um, to come through because you need that, you know, to help you. It's almost like we're little human plants. These are just simple, small ways of looking at stress and taking accountability for your actions. And remember, we cannot control someone else, we can only control ourselves. And although that is a hard task because we are so complex. We are so multi layered. We have so many emotions that, you know, sometimes can run away like a runaway train. Um, we have to be very careful of the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we allow other people to talk to us, and just how we move in general. So I would encourage each and every last one of you to find a way, healthy ways to deal with your stress. And if you are in a situation where you feel like you are completely overwhelmed, I want you to go back or go to some of those tools that can help you. You know, again, therapy is a tool, but it's not the only tool I've heard of people doing things like acupuncture to release some of those, you know, thought processes. Like when you would get acupuncture and the little, the, the very extremely skinny needle goes into your, whatever part of the body that they're working on sometimes. And that is a release. You know, inner things like yoga and adding other different areas of quote unquote workout or taking care of yourself because yoga is a part of it's a workout too, but it's a great part of wellness. It helps you with your whole body, your mind to settle you. All kinds of things. That's why, if you notice, people use a lot of yoga for kids who are dealing with ADHD or stress or all those types of things, or they're just like, you know, they're in anger management classes or something like that. A lot of lot of people are turning to yoga to help them with those types of situations. So again, take care of yourself, honor yourself, show up for yourself as best as you know how. And if you fail. And you're going to fail. Let me just say this again. If you fail, because you are going to fail in this stressful journey, please don't try to internalize that no further than it needs to be. You know the misstep that you took, but I know that even in the midst of this misstep, you have All of the energy to turn a situation around. And sometimes just turning your own mindset will help you to become even greater because of the fact that you're able to recognize that it's me. I need to do this better. I need to respond better. I need to do whatever I need to do to fix the situation. So I hope that your stress levels begin to decrease. Listen, I know we outside. I know we out here on vacations. I know we out here in these streets. I know we're doing all these things, but remember vacations you know, all these different outings, they don't, they don't cure whatever you have going on on the inside. Yes. Changing your location is a beautiful thing when you are doing the work, but as if you change your location and that could be physically or mentally, and you change that location, but you haven't done the work, all you did was went into a different environment with the same types of bags. The same baggage. And I don't want you to do that. So just think about the stress that you have in your life. Find ways and you know healthy ways to, you know, encourage yourself to get through it. And again, have a gut check when it's you. I want you to have an amazing amazing weekend listen weekend vibes are here we have done the very things that we needed to do like we have done it so since we have let's celebrate that a little bit more have a great weekend have a great friday um the drink of the day is a glass of rose i don't know if you love rose like i love rose but rose and me we are bae we go together like two thieves in a good store like I love rosé because rosé is just something about it it's like the mix between white a little bit of red it's usually I love a sparkling rosé that is the best for me and I love the bubbles it's just everything about it so that is the drink of the day is a glass of rosé did that like kind of rhyme I'm not a rapper I promise you (laughs) don't even look to me for no raps but a glass of rosé is the cup or the drink of the day. Have yourself a great weekend. Please practice some self-care. I know weekends get tough. My weekend this weekend, it is full, 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 full. When I say full, I mean super duper full, but I still will find a way to interject some type of self-care that's only for me, that fills my cup, that makes me feel whole, it makes me know how much I'm loved just because I'm loving that much on myself, right? So have a great weekend. We will be back next season. I do have a bonus episode up my sleeve. I'm not going to even tell you when I'm going to drop it. It's going to get dropped before we come back in September, but we will be back. We have some guests lined up. I'm interviewing them now so that we can get them all set up and ready to go. And if you are a fan of learning how to do intermittent fasting, we are bringing someone in. Now, again, this is not for everybody. And please, as always, seek your doctor's approval approval, hand, you know, whatever agreement for you, if this works for you, but we're going to bring uh, the CEO of Timber and he is going to be um, on our show in a couple of weeks. So I look forward to that. I hope you have a great weekend and thank you for rocking it out with Conversations with Toy.